my motto in life is, and I know there's different sayings, but sometimes people cross your paths for a lesson or a blessing. And then there's some people like me who cross your path for a good old fashioned lesson, meaning lesson. And uh, I realize I'm being taken advantage of, scammed or anything else. There's a lesson to be learned. You continue doing such and taking advantage of my niceness, being nice, there's a lesson to be learned. This is when I'm learning through therapy that being an empath, there's nothing wrong with that to the right people. But you're teaching people by what you put up with how to treat you. And this is valuable advice to pass on anybody. What you put up with and how people treat you is what you're telling them and showing them how to treat you. When you start putting your foot down, and sometimes foot up you know what, when people act a certain way, the cycle breaks. When they can't do harm or do the same thing to the next person, next person, next person. You men out there who are doing things that are not okay, neglect, abandonment, domestic violence, abuse, and you got a track record, there's going to be one woman, or because love is love, one man, who's going to break that cycle like a good old-fashioned broom across grandma's freaking lap. Wham! <laughs> there was a, a switch back in the day they used. It takes this one off the tree. There wasn't no, I'm going to buy you a PlayStation if you're good. No, back in the day, they whipped and beat your ass. How many people grew up in those days? I grew up in those days where you used to get a good old freaking paddle, like what, 20 inches thick? That's how they did it back in school. Belt, shoe, whatever the hell. Proof handle. Your parents could find. Those were the days, you know? They didn't have cops. Oh, oh, hell no. Mm mm. Uh, sir? Ma'am? I got it from here. Have a nice day, sir. Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. If you need anything else, let me know. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. Get your ass in here right now. I'm having a lot of talking to you. You embarrass the hell out of me. Get your, I'm going to straighten your ass up. I'm that old saying. My grandmother said, I brought your ass in this world and I will bring your ass and take it right back out. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm old school like that. Some of you men, you're doing things and you continue doing things and you're taking advantage of someone. You're taking advantage you got a track record. Especially domestic violence stuff. You men out there doing that stuff. I'm telling you. You're going to meet the wrong woman. Or because love is love the wrong man. And you're going to pay the Pied Piper. You're going to treat somebody poorly. As a man. You're raised right. Well you're raised right. You should have held on act like that. You're raised right and raised by the right. Let's just say if there's a man role in the father. He's going to freaking whoop your ass back in shape. No matter how old you are. He could be 120. He could be 150. He's still going to whoop your ass back in shape. That's what a good father does. You're not old enough. You're not too old to get your ass whooped back in shape. That's my old school way of thinking. But for you men out there, you continue. Continue. Take advantage. Abandon. Misuse. Abuse. Vile domestic violence. Children. Pets. Whatever. Your ass is going to see God in the universe before you pass. My friend. You're going to see it. Because there's always a woman with a backbone of steel that you'll never forget in your life that's going to straighten your ass out. Period.
Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not saying I'm joking either. Because I'm not. Because some women and some people, when you want to be, a, you know, act like an idiot, you're across somebody who's going to put you in check. And I believe God places those people in your life when you're acting like that. I'm hunting on you men right now. God places those strong ass women in your life that you're never going to forget them. But you're going to be a changed man when all's said and done for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Because if your dad ain't doing it, or whoever your male role model is in your life, your dad ain't doing it, well, there's always going to be God to put some woman in your path. Or because love is love, a partner, your man, is going to straighten your ass out. And the universe is going to have a hand in it, and so is good karma. I believe that. Stand back. Watch it happen. It unfolds. It does. And the world knows good people, good souls. The world and the universe protect you. The world has a good, and the universe has a higher percentage in how things play out, and that's the truth. And especially people treating, oh, no. Mm -mm -mm, no. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I've went through a lot of things in my life, and I realize it's been a lesson. And I realize I've crossed people's paths in my life, and people that weren't good people, and I realize why or how, or, or they played a facade trying to be a knight in shining armor and they're literally the devil with a stake in their hand truth and then they surface the devil surfaces I, I believe those kind of people like that I mean because there's people like that seriously is for a lesson because God knows you can handle the battle ahead and he needs you to straighten the person out when you women do this to men that are not good that's God's hand in that fear not Good Lord's on your side, so are your angels. I don't fear anything. I don't fear a damn thing. And I sure the hell don't feel no... I fear no one anymore. I've been through my fair share of stuff. And today was the epiphany day for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no, no. Be nice to the right people. You don't need to be nice to the wrong people. Because sometimes there's lessons to be learned. Grave lessons to be learned. Let's talk about the furnace, shall we? I'm gonna drop off recycle there for a second. Pause. Looks like the farmers fair festival is going on. Little laser over town. And uh, I didn't do the podcast about the update on the story. I'll put that up. I've been jumping all over the place the podcast. But if everybody's asking how he's doing and what's going on, and I have that one coming up. But uh I won't be able to attend the farmers festival, a friend of mine, and I was trying to see if their son that got married and him and his wife wanted to meet and um, the situation with Snorio and that is, uh, per veterinarian specialist and that is not now to be around, um, crowds and stuff like that, as uh, he's got some serious stuff going on and he's on some meds too to help him sleep and, uh, definitely just completely wiped out the vomiting, would have had no choice but to put him on what we have. So I'm going to do a podcast about that. But, um, strange. I got off the phone with a friend of mine and I said, you know, I thought about this after the furnace company left. And I thought, I felt like I was literally, I mean, my, the, my death was literally unfolding right before my very own eyes. And I didn't realize that I was protecting myself after death. And not realizing why I was scrambling to do things really quick 
but I had this strange feeling just of, like somebody telling you, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. And then overwhelming feeling of just like, I get this furnace looked at, I got this furnace looked at, and I was going to have him over tomorrow. And I'm like, listen, I got this weird, weird smell in the basement. I have to help you help me find. I don't know where the heck this thing's coming from, but I smell it. It's just when I come in the house. So I've been leaving the window open, glass block window in the basement open at night and during the day. And then I had a window upstairs. Um, one of the rooms in the back away from where I sleep cracked open too. I didn't realize I saved my own damn life. Not just my life, but my fur kid's life. And I realized I had things in my will change last week. I got sets of keys of new locks and things I got put on. Um, new keys made because nobody had any keys. And I was joking with a friend of mine. I said, I'll get you a set of keys just in case, you know, because you never know. In an emergency situation or something, somebody would need to get in the house. Nobody would be able to get in. I mean, literally, they would have to have a fire department or something kick in these doors that are new. <laughs> I'm sure they would have done it. I mean, you know, hi, nice to meet you, Luke Bryan. You know, meet again. <laughs> but I got to laugh about this stuff because, I mean, you just have to. I was literally part, having a part of my own death after. It's crazy. Um, it was Adam and his furnace. Like, what the hell is the smell in the basement? The furnace was, I mean, 10 times worse. Today, it was like both pans completely full within hours. And I'm thinking, what the hell is the smell? It smells oily or something. If I never believed in the universe and your guardian angels and loved ones protecting you and your fur babies, um... I was always a believer anyway. I didn't need today to turn out the way it did to not be a believer. Because I believe um, I've escaped death medically since I was born. But I've escaped some things. Can't be denied that there was an angel and someone in heaven looking out for me. Um, I had a furnace company come out. And it was a different gentleman. But he had been out before. I said, okay, I remember. They remembered me right from the beginning when we bought the house. And uh, they smelled the smell right when they hit the door. But back of their mind, they said I knew what the smell was. I just didn't want to have you panic and tell you. Which was, I mean, I've been through so much stuff you can't panic. And I didn't panic through all this. Because, uh, you know, I believe I can phrase it. God gives grace battles to people for lessons, things, and for people to learn lessons too. You know, to be that, you know. Some things have to stop cycles and you have to be the person to break it for somebody. You know? But um, I had the furnace and literally I would take this thing almost completely apart, which we knew. Still could not find what in the heck this is. Where is it coming from? Um, it's a newer furnace. It's not that old. Less than 10 years old. High efficiency. 95% furnace. Um, checked the AC. Toils everything. Worked their way down. And it was an hour later. You know, more than half the furnace taken apart. He was like, hey, come here. I, I found the leak. I said, okay. Ran the furnace. It wasn't leaking. Turned the furnace off. It just started just like, it wasn't a drop anymore. So I found this, okay. And he's like, it's not good news. And I'm thinking, well, that's okay. I expect the worst. I'm a pessimistic person, and I am. Because if I get good news, it's a gift. And that's the way I look at life. And I'll never change the way I am. Because after today, maybe believer, it's good to be pessimistic. Because this will all make sense. He said... We're going to have to check the CO levels in the house. I'm like, what? What do you mean? It's like, you know the smell you're smelling? I said, yes. He says, well, I kind of knew I walked in. 
this is fluids and stuff mixing with carbon monoxide that's coming out of your furnace and into the house. Excuse me. I just bought new detectors last year. Late last year. I spent over $100 in new detectors. The problem is, is the detectors that they make, which are newer detectors, take a lot of CO to a certain level. And per any fire department will tell you this as well. Any EMT will tell you this. And any furnace company. It takes to a certain level to really detect stuff. The saving grace of it, as he said, I noticed you had this glass block window open. Do you keep this open all the time? And I said, actually, I, I do keep it cracked open in the evening because the litter robots are downstairs for the cats. And I just kind of like to have that little bit of window open. And I'm like that. And I also, you know, it's just me. Um, I'm, you know, neat and tidy and I don't like smell of litter or whatever. And I didn't know there's no litter. He said, I didn't smell litter, but I smelled this. Um, do you have any other windows in my house? And I said, yeah, I actually have one upstairs that I keep open. And it's in the other room, you know, where I have cat beds and stuff. And I have another litter pan. I could not believe. And I was told if you didn't have the windows open, it would have been an imminent death. Because you have a very high level of CO and other furnace fluid that's leaking and this is what's dripping and you can't smell the CO but the rest of the stuff you can it doesn't smell oily this stuff is furnace components and fluids that you're breathing in and it's going through your duct work and if you didn't have the windows open you would have bit of a fatal carbon monoxide poisoning um, excuse me was I surprised I've been through a lot in life all I could think was is Eric knew about this last year that the furnace was leaking Instead of paying for it or him working extra, he said, just go up. I, I personally bought, and I said this on podcasts before, and this is why podcasts for me refer back. I personally went to Myers across state lines. It was later in the season, and they were putting the heaters up, and I bought heaters until I called the furnace company. I called to get it fixed. And back then, it was a crack something other on the furnace, but it was just leaking a little bit then. And I didn't think much of it. Once the system started, which we just now running, running the furnace, if you think about it, because it's now getting cold, the problem came full steam ahead. And the more fluid was leaking out of the furnace. There's a picture here of what, the mixture of everything and how it was making rust uh, going over the cover. It's just part of the furnace um, needs to be cleaned up and parts replaced because of damage. I was told if you didn't have windows open, and any fire department, EMT, any furnace company tell you, you would have been, uh, it would have um, succumbed to carbon monoxide poisoning. And so are the animals. Remember, Eric doesn't live there anymore. I asked him to leave because I got tired of putting up with things that I'm not going to put up with that were affecting my mental well being. I felt I was going crazy. It was affecting my health, it was affecting the animals. And I stopped. Do right by blue. Blue was my saving grace. The next day, the startup began to leave. I also told an officer I'm not comfortable with him at the house. If he wanted to pick up his mail, it was fine. Um, but that doesn't happen anymore either. I think you guys' mail changed. I don't know the address. It does not my problem, not my business. Um, I don't want my property. All I could think was thank God for my guardian angels and having this feeling that I needed an urgency for the furnace and I got them the next day in and demanded it when we got the scheduling crew to, screwed up with James vacation 
Um, James was on it, but he was didn't even know that was what it was. I don't think he thought. I think he thought it was a, the drain pan and a quill or something. We weren't sure, but he knew he had to come back and take it apart. Um, that heat exchanger, absolutely gross. Um, it was drippy everything throughout. Luckily, since the furnace is newer, there's parts of the furnace that covers which are protectors that keep from the rest of the components of getting damaged. But I was given two options. Either we're going to have to replace the whole furnace or we're replacing the heat exchanger, which is going to be just as much as a furnace system, but a little bit less. I'm fortunate for Mike, who is an amazing HVAC gentleman. And when they said they're going to give me someone just as good, if not better than James, is equally as fair, honest, and quick and got to the problem and looked out for my well-being and my animals as well. My fur babies, they are my kids. Um... I made just a copy of keys last week for a friend of mine come out to help me at the house. I got my will changed updated and I had all that stuff and he was needing help with some tax forms I printed off. I had an envelope on the cabinet and it had his name on it and that's how I would have been found. And I would have found, been found in the fur kids if I would have shut those windows. I would have been found by him. God honest truth so help me God my last dying breath God knows and my angels. This is the truth. Um, would have been Eric to come would have been me and those guys the only thing I think of is if well <laughs> I asked the gentleman I mean do people feel anything with carbon monoxide I said no it's just you get real tired and go to sleep wow well as I said thank god you had that window open yeah a furnace company gentlemen you're lucky because most people that have this kind of damage in the furnace and the heat exchanger and it's been like this and that kind of level with carbon monoxide, if you would have had your windows closed, you wouldn't be make. You would have made it. He said, "Let me laugh." I laughed. He laughed because I guess he felt comfortable and was laughing. I said, "Well, I'm lucky. I keep the windows open." I said, "Well, I guess if anything, uh, it's gonna be Christmas in the house for the rest of the year because uh, until this house is sold, because I'm never gonna close the windows again. <laughs> I'm always gonna have a window cracked open. But luckily, I've always been like that. If it wasn't for my beloved animals who have always protected me." And everybody knows I've gone through things in my life and an animal would have the same thing diagnosed and the animal would pass and I'd live and I think, why? I don't need to question why anymore. It's obvious. No? Without my time. And the sacrifice. And sometimes people sacrifice themselves like with rescues going on in the hurricane and that. Um, but animals do too. They just can't talk. But one day you get it, and it all makes sense. And this is why I say, um, we're a package. Um, and I, my animals are my everything, and they stay with me through thick and thin. And if I had kids, it'd be the same way. Um, I'm the best mama for mama I know. And I'd be the best, best human mama I know. But some things I'm not gonna let slide anymore. Eric knew about that furnace last year. Eric knew before I asked him to leave because things got really unhealthy for me. It was becoming toxic and I felt like I was going crazy. I had a trauma therapist, still see, psychiatrist who helped prescribe me medicine so I could sleep. So everything's documented. This is not a joke, it's not a lie. But there's sometimes believe people come in your life to teach you a lesson. And that it's cycle stopping. And it's not going to continue. And it's not going to go on to the next person, next person, next person. It's going to stop. 
I'm honing this on you men. Sometimes you'll find that spitfire lady, that woman with a backbone of steel greater than you'll ever know in your life that was brought on earth by God. God's going to use her to straighten you out. And it's going to happen. And you'll be forever changed. And you'll always remember that woman, or love is love, that man. And the lasting impact in your life. Your life. When that woman comes in your life for that man, your life's forever changed. I'm that woman. I got that backbone of steel. And I just added about 10 more layers on. So what's happened with it? It was cheaper to have everything cleaned up and get the heat exchanger. And of course, they don't have them in stock. They have to be ordered from the furnace company. I had Jim from furnace company on the phone. I had the furnace guy. We're making sure the levels are safe in the house. We have to turn off the system. We have to clean this and do that. Um, had to get some contractor bags and just start gutting some stuff out that was just, oh, the smell would knock you down. Um, and $1,817 was the total. Um, and was nice, really nice for company. Um, they kicked in furnace service. I have it scheduled already for December. They're going to do that for free. And summer rolls around and spring and race all the house. And before then, we'll do service for the AC and do that for free. Um, and then we'd expedite it. But the problem is it is up to two weeks, 14 days. And we're not talking weekends, but business days to get this part in from the company. I'm thankful for the furnace company, Jim, who went above and beyond. Um, above and beyond looking out not just in the first company but not looking out for the money but the health behind it uh, should have been dead if I didn't have his windows open and I wasn't circulating some fresh air because the levels were detective and the COs in the air and so is the other fluids um, done uh, and my friend would have found me how crazy is that it's not crazy it's life and good karma and your loved ones and your guardians in heaven watching out for you and God on your side. That's work at its finest today for me. If I wasn't a spiritual believer before, which I am, it just grew my strength and spirituality that much greater. Um, $1,817 and some change. They were more concerned about the price. Is that okay? I mean, and we took it as low as we could go. And the furnace company is taking as low as they can go. And we're figuring out, is there any rebates or anything or any coupons or whatever? And then we're going to kick into services for free. I said, for my life, $1,817 and some cents. Um, there's not a price on my life and my fur kids. Um, that sounds great to me. Um, I got a couple other quotes over two grand plus. Um, the do the math, folks. I mean, is there really a price on life? I don't care what it would have cost. But Eric didn't leave enough in the account to pay for half. Last text message I text Eric, and he knows exactly what I text, is I'm going to give you till the beginning of next week, and you better ask your parents because you're responsible for half of that. And I'm no longer standing back and allowing you to treat me the way you have and continuing and putting me into health risks. And this was a big one that could have killed me and those guys. And you knew about the furnace problem last year, and I went and got electric appliances to heat up a house when you were perfectly physically capable of working some extra hours and you decided not to you're put my health at risk and jeopardy my emotional well-being and I'm not going to tolerate it anymore and I will never put up with it with anyone ever again and some people are put in this life because people have lessons to learn and there's quick changes that need to be made and sometimes God places people like me 
to learn those lessons. And he's responsible for half. Um, so you don't see half, and half's not available. And uh, he's got pictures. I'm waiting on a receipt from the company. I got one receipt. I'm waiting on another receipt uh, to show what's being exchanged or repaired and what's being replaced and the total and that. And he'll get a screenshot and sent, and that's the way it goes because I have no desire to ever speak to him again, and I will never, ever have any desire to ever cross his path again. I do never want to see him for the rest of my life. Um, it comes finally to divorce. I told the attorney already today I would want to be represented by you, I do not want to appear in court, and I can no longer be around him, and that's for my um, health, my well-being. I cannot, and I will not. That's the truth. So, where does this stand? I'm with Snowy right now. Let me go to the bathroom. He's been good today. Um, I have a podcast about his health. And uh, I'm going up to Walmart. If not, I'm going to cross state lines to go to Myers. I have to get specific heaters they recommended and the furnace company recommended and my um, furnace techs and um, those came out and we did the CO readings and that and had that done and um, I have to get a certain heaters that'll kick off for safety reasons because I don't want electric heater run all night but when it has the temperature control and it'll kick off after it reaches a certain temperature um, it's not going to be too terribly cold but it's going to be cold uh, the house is going to get cold and obviously as an oncology patient and compromise with autoimmune i have to be careful because i don't want to get sick um i have an electric furnace in the living room it's obviously not a gas furnace or anything um i can run that while i'm sleeping it has a timer but to keep the house you know at least a little bit warm so they recommended three heaters so i'm gonna do that keep the receipt as they said you're probably not gonna need not gonna need them once the furnace is fixed um they're required to fix that furnace they have to come to the furnace company make sure it's been properly installed um, that's for safety reasons because the furnace company is going to protect their ass and, you know, and the, and the um, sorry, the manufacturer for the furnace is going to cover their ass, which they are. So, and then the furnace company has got to cover their ass, you know, that's for legit reasons. Um, I still will never close my windows again. This has been a lesson for me to keep the windows cracked open because you never know. I never knew that these new carbon monoxide detectors don't pick up until it gets high enough to where then you're already in a serious point with your health that these detectors will not pick up and it was it's quite scary over 100 hours worth of co detectors and these suckers and a combo detector smoking co didn't even pick it up i'm breathing all this stuff in i'll smell something funky in the basement more so than anywhere in the house because it's coming from the furnace i literally and then my friend can vouch for this i literally haven't come out tomorrow and i said when you find this funky smell <laughs> i knew it wasn't any cap here or anything but it's just a weird weird smell when i was cleaning up the water off the trays thank god i was cleaning my hands afterwards and um not taking the trays out and leaving them there and when the trays that i took out before and i'm using have to use 20 dollar cooking trays well that's 40 bucks out the garbage they threw away just before put them in we put them in a contractor banging them hell out of the house um and the towels and that that stuff is not good and luckily I used my hands and I threw it in the garbage and I cleaned the floors up and thank God I'm just an OCD neat freak. Uh, I could have made me really sick. It could have killed me and my fur kids. All I could say is if God needed me home then, I was already plotting what was happening. And like a movie projector, this literally, I was doing this stuff last week. Keys made, changing the will, for some reason adding a friend. Why? I don't know. I say we were feeling to do it. 
I even think at one point in podcast, I said sometimes you just have a feeling you change things and be safe and sorry. Did not say safe and sorry. If I did not get the furnace company out and be adamant, listen, something's not right. And I said it last night, something's not right. This furnace, I'm going to need somebody out today. I turned the temperature down enough today because I just felt odd about the water, which I thought was just water. I didn't want to cause mold. I did a podcast about this, and I think it's about Snorio that's going to come up that I did the day of Snorio's vet appointment when I picked him back up. And I'm not joking. I think, I honestly, I was talking about black mold. I escaped death now. How many times? Somebody called me Superwoman? I don't think it's Superwoman. I just think I got the good Lord and the universe and karma. My angels are by my side. Gosh darn, I know my grandparents are on my side. My fur kids are watching out for me. It's shocking. You know, I make humor out of bad situations because I don't know how else to deal with things. And for me, it's a release is laughter. You know, like Robin Williams once again said, it's far easier. You know, it's easy to cry. But we should learn to laugh and, you know, to release and get through things in life. Because life's hard, tough. But this is literally going on. And Eric leaves me $200 in account. Eric's got half of that $1,817. Or we go to court next week. It's not a threat. It needs to happen. That's the start. If the $1,817 half that's not in there. And the separation agreement gets filed with it. And that's going to start taking place in an action. Because he agreed a certain amount of money. He agreed. Because he knew the divorce was at fault. His fault. And he admitted that. And said, I'll, I'll never make you homeless. I'll make sure you have the house. You can stay in the house. I'll make sure extra money we need for that. And he signed and agreed and he was sober and he did it and witnessed more than two people and it was notarized by state notary. That will get submitted in court and per attorney, that will go into action. But he needs to pay for half of this. So I've could have killed you. I could have killed me and my four kids. All I'd say is at least that it went peacefully. Like Sleeping Beauty, I guess. Just go sleep and wake up. But more, more horrifying for me is that I literally got keys for a friend of mine that I trust. I've known for a long time. I changed my will and added them. And for some reason, we reconnected. It's not for some reason. It's because somebody was connecting us for darn good reason and not of this earth 100% spiritually somebody in heaven I mean this is this picture of the cover of this junk he cleaned up um, the smell I'm gonna knock you down luckily he cleaned helped me clean this stuff up um, so you don't want to smell this stuff I said Tuh. so we had to kick the furnace system off um, for legal reasons we have to when it's, this furnace is leaking CO and not just CO, but other furnace fluid, it was leaking. Excuse me, and oil and everything else. We had to kick the whole system off. Um, furnace company also advised they have to legally do it, protect us. Um, any fire department, ENT, also explained that it has to be done, you know. Um, that's for you. You didn't need to tell me. I said, notice, it's already been off. Um, because when the water started coming in, I'm worried about mold. I would have never thought carbon monoxide. But that's something you can't detect. I put some information that I was given from furnace company. I'm putting it down here of how serious this is and could have been if I didn't have the windows open. If I didn't have the windows open. If I didn't have the windows cracked open. One upstairs, one downstairs. All these fumes that are being distributed through my ducts. Duct work as I was told. 
have a way out of your house. But the CO levels were still detectable. But your CO things that you buy from Lowe's and Walmart, as I was told for the first company that makes this furnace, is junk. Because as he said, as Jim specifically told me, these things don't work. Because the CO has to get to a certain level before the, it'll be detected. What your fire department, your EMT, what your furnace companies have is the high-tech equipment. And they come in, they read that. That's accurate. What you're detecting off of a mere plug-in, I don't care how much it is. I told him I spent over $100. Here's the receipts. I had receipts. It didn't matter because it wasn't picking it up. Gee, the windows open. The windows were your saving grace. The windows saved my life. But really, if I didn't have fur kids, I wouldn't have the windows open. I wouldn't have the litter robots. I would have been... My time would have been up. And not from cancer. Um, not from complications autoimmune. From as an infant and mother's wound. From something that I wasn't even battling. That tells you how life can change and your life can end in an instant and not by what you think. And sometimes what you least expect and sometimes silently. You can't smell and you can't see because you can't. If it wasn't for the fluids mixing with this stuff and what it was leaking, I wouldn't have had the urgency I felt and I wouldn't have had the windows open and I wouldn't have had the furnace temperature way down to where the furnace probably barely was kicking on we had to crank the furnace to get it to figure out taking it apart um keeping everything plugged in and then noticing there's the water there's the, that's not water that has a brown to it he knew um i told him you don't worry about scaring me now some people would have panicked another one would have panicked i've been through a lot in my life and he said, you're the most calmest person in this kind of situation that I would probably run across. I said, it's just learned. Learn. A lot of lessons learned. You know? I escaped death again. It's not my time. But I realized that I think I was placed in people's lives for lessons. And sometimes the cycle must break. And I realized I'm that person to break a few cycles with a few people. It's gonna stop. Period. No more. No more. No more. So, heading up to Walmart, getting three heaters or certain brands that they suggested with the timers on it, and they're really, really safe, and they have a cutoff, you know, if it overheats and that. Um, keep the receipts, because obviously if their furnace gets fixed, I'm not gonna need it, but um, usually two weeks to get the heat exchanger in, because it's not something any furnace company carries. It has to be um sent for the manufacturer luckily jim with the furnace company manufacturer was on the phone so they were able to order it right then and there but of course we're talking business days and the weekend doesn't count and it was past hours on friday so it'd be up to 14 days that's typical they're trying to rush this seven to ten days they would like to see it seven days seven days a minimum the furnace company is going to contact me and they normally don't contact the consumer first but this is a health reason um because i'm going without heat and it's going to be cold at night but i'm hoping that the electric heaters and that will work you know um it has sensors in that so i mean i'm okay with that um just bundle up you know things could be worse a lot of people are thinking cancer patient now you gotta be you gotta be careful things could be worse i'm looking at people up and down with this hurricane they have no electric no air no heat and these people are medically struggling worse than I am. And I'm not trying to compare apples and oranges because you can't. You can look at somebody's outside and say, oh, no, there's no way they're disabled, whatever. You're not seeing. We don't walk around with 
a shell that's clear to see what's going on inside. That's the problem and that's where we have to stop discriminating against people that are disabled or have health problems that you can't see and you want to see that they're sick. And these kind of people like me don't like to look sick. I can't help my hair came out. I mean, hell, I ain't gonna hide that. I have plenty of wigs at home. I could walk around the neighborhood and just have a parade of wigs and, and make RuPaul look like, you know, <laughs> minor carnival, okay, in Rio. Um, they're itchy, they're uncomfortable. Will I wear them in the winter? Sure, I'll wear them with beanies and that. But right now I'm freeing myself and I'm realizing that I'm okay. it's okay. Um, I have short hair. I you know, hair still barely growing, coming out on the side still. It's fine. But this is me. Take it or leave it. This is me. Okay? I didn't ask to be born with a problem, with an autoimmune issue, bad kidneys. I didn't ask to be born with any of this stuff. It just happens. And God allows warriors to be born because sometimes, and the thing is not sometimes, because I definitely believe now when I die, there's going to be a job up in heaven and I'm protecting a lot of people here on earth. It's just not my time because there's still more to learn. That's not from somebody on earth. That's from God. I believe that spiritually. I do. I believe that. But while I'm in a house at the roof and working water and electric heaters with the loves of my life, my fur kids, who literally proved to me once again in life and death, they're still protecting their mama. And good karma and good cultivate, good karma and energy and a damn good soul that I am. Forgive me, God damn, damn river, <laughs> D-A-M. Um, I'll be all right. I watched the lady last night on the news and I taped part of it and it was so powerful. And uh, I don't know how many people saw this come across the news. See about that woman? She stayed in the house. Her husband was released from the hospital because the hurricane was coming and he was getting ready to go through radiation next week and his cancer prostate cancer advanced and she is his only caregiver and he's all she knows and she said when I got married to him it was through sickness and through you know health and through death I'd be there I brought him home the hurricane was hitting we, we, they live in what a hundred and two hundred and two year old home a historic home thank God they were in a historic home built extremely well and back in the day, they built it to last. Those houses withstood the test of time. It got damaged, don't get me wrong. But it still stood strong. Just like this couple. Just like his wife, the caregiver. I literally teared up watching this on the news. I don't know how many people saw it. But if it comes across your screen. This woman with the cute little pixie cut hair. Older woman. Talking about her husband's prostate cancer. She literally did what she needed to do tied some sheets to his bed, made a makeshift, almost like a float. So if the water took over the house, that he would survive and he'd be floating and almost like a weight to help him survive still. She thought of him first, such a selfless woman. She thought of him first, made sure he was okay as the storm was hitting. What'd she do? She said she made a little teepee makeshift underneath the kitchen table close to her husband although she said I felt horrible what a horrible caregiver I am and I felt so bad because I wish I could have done more for my husband and I did all I could but I thought I'm going letting you down you know what he told her on the news no you didn't you didn't let me down you did what you could do they survived he survived in the bed Underneath the table, she survived. They survived the storm.
the storm of a lifetime. A harder experience than he said of cancer itself. Never went through such a thing. And all she could talk about to the news reporter was almost, well, she was literally crying, saying, I felt like I let my husband down. I'm his caregiver. I'm all he knows. I'm all he got. I'm, I'm all that he has. But I'm never going to leave his side. And even through this hurricane, I wasn't going to leave him. I couldn't watch him and leave him to die. So I did what I could, and I did what I could, and I possibly could, and I made sure what he was tied to and his bed, and make sure that if something would happen, the water would take over the house and us, that he would float. She sacrificed herself. That's called selfless. A lady deserves more than like a medal of honor. She deserves the biggest set of wings when she reaches heaven of any person I've ever seen. She was epitome of what a caregiver is, most importantly, what a spouse should be. And we should all be destined when you're married to be that person, have respect for people who are sick, have respect for people who are disabled, and not judge by what you look like and expect somebody disabled to look like what you believe as a normal human being who's not disabled should be in your eyes. Today is a lesson chalked. I'll go get my heaters now. I'll be perfectly fine. I'll be okay. Just bundle up some clothes. It gets cold. I'll be all right. It's just seven to ten days, okay? We're talking people in the line of hurricane. It's going to be seven to ten weeks and sometimes months. And some of these people without insurance and insurance, it's going to be bombarded and kicking a lot of claims out. These people will walk with nothing. So see... I may have it bad, but there's always some I have it worse. Quit feeling sorry for yourself, for people who do, okay? There's always somebody who has it worse. You are blessed, and when you think you have it bad, maybe you need to pray on it and take a look around because someone next to you in front of you behind you is going to have it worse. Every day is a gift and it's a blessing. And if you open your eyes wide enough, you'll see why. Today, that's a gift. That's a gift from the heavens. I escaped death again. But so did my forever, my loves, my fur kids, just if I had human kids, escaped it too. But I'm forever changer just today. And sometimes with people who treat others bad, I'm that lesson that's going to be learned, and I'm going to leave your life and change you for the better. Better remember that, and don't forget it. Amen.